Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 4 episode 57 of this daily study podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we begin a new week of Come Follow Me studies this week. Uh, we are looking uh, at Genesis uh, chapters 24 to 27 in the week of February the 21st to February the 27th. And today we'll begin uh, in Genesis 24 uh, looking at um, this idea of marriage, um, which obviously uh, this week we're going to be focusing on Isaac and his uh, marriage to Rebecca. Uh, and this is a really important um, moment in, in the story again. Um, so at this moment, Abraham is still alive, very old. Uh, and he's in verse two, we read of Genesis 24. And Abraham said unto his eldest servant of his house that ruled over all that he had, put, I pray thee, my hand under thy thigh. Now, it seems to suggest here in the Joseph Smith translation that it's under his hand. Either way, whichever one it is, uh, this is an indication that there is a um, a promise being made. Or in other words, perhaps even a, a covenant um, that this, this servant will listen and do what Abraham asks him to do. Um, now, clearly this servant uh, is a, a long time servant of Abraham. It mentions that it is uh, the eldest servant of his house. So clearly this is a very important um, decision and uh, and action for Abraham. So he is sending basically his most loyal and his best uh, person to help accomplish this. Um, and in verse 3 it says, And I will make thee swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of the earth, that thou shalt not take a wife unto my son of the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I dwell, but thou shalt go unto my country and to my kindred and take a wife unto Isaac my son. So, he asks, is asking um, that this this servant goes um, and uh, finds a a person for Isaac to marry, someone that's not from this land, but someone from his own country. And this indicates um, how much Abraham wants the covenant uh, to be kept alive in his family. That he desires Isaac to marry someone who will continue living uh, the covenant that has been made with Abraham, uh, and that promise may go forth into the generations. Now, there's a very good question that comes uh, from the servants here, which I think if we were put into his situation that we would probably ask. Uh, and that is, peradventure the woman will not be willing to follow me unto this land. Must I needs bring thy son again in unto the land from whence thou camest? So it's a very um, logistical and very sensible question of, well, you know, if I find this, this person that he is to marry um, and, and she won't come with me, should I not bring Isaac to their land? Um, and Abraham very quickly um, says no to this, basically. Uh, and it's not made very clear as to why Abraham is very resistant to Isaac going into the other land. Um, I suppose when we consider this, uh, this is linked to the fact that part of the Abrahamic promise and covenants was that this, this, that this promised land would be a land of promise to his family. And so he may be concerned that if Isaac leaves the land to go marry this wife uh, and stays in that land, perhaps he will lose that right or that opportunity to have this promised land that Abraham has been given for his posterity. And so uh, that is very possibly the reason. Uh, it may well be also because of um, the fact that Abraham's family um, did not stay true to the covenant path and they were in this land of Haran, uh, which um, this servant is going to travel to. But of course, 
um, they may be concerned by the servant that if you know this this woman does not want to come with him, then he's not fulfilling his side of the promise he's making with Abraham. So in verse 8, Abraham says, And if the woman will not be willing to follow thee, then thou shalt be clear from this thy oath. Only bring not my son thither again. Um, Abraham is more willing to not let his son marry whichever person becomes available in this land um, and stay where he is rather than leave the land that he is in right now and go and marry this individual. And I suppose that this could be a lesson for all of us that as we're considering relationships and as we're considering, um, you know, who we spend time with, um, do we spend time with individuals who are willing to come to where we are for with our standards? Or are we spending time with individuals who um, would rather stay in their space and have us come over to them with their standards? Of course, this could be related exactly to someone that we are going to marry. But I think actually this can apply to people that we just make friendships and relationships with in general. Um, it is far safer for us to stay with the standards and the um, covenants that we have made in this space that we are in now than to try and make new relationships or connections with individuals who would try and bring us away from those things. Of course, what I'm not saying is that we should not make friendships with anyone outside of the church, far from it. Um, in fact, it's better if we can um, make connections with others and bring them to a, a place of greater light. Um, but I think that is something for us to consider, really, uh, is just how, who are we working with? Who are we uh, connecting with? And are those are those connections and friendships and relationships um, bringing us closer to our saviour or are we helping bring them closer to a higher standard? And if so, uh, then that is a good thing. But if it is the other way around, then maybe we need to reconsider those. Anyway, um, moving on, the servant takes 10 camels, which is a, uh, you know, a, a good uh, amount of camels to take with you uh, to go and find a, a, a person for Isaac to marry. He finds a place, uh, a well to wait by, uh, and he says this fantastic prayer. In verse 12, the servant says, O Lord God of my master Abraham, I pray thee, send me good speed this day and shew kindness unto my master Abraham. Behold, I stand here by the well of water and the daughters of the men of the city come out to draw water and let it come to pass that the damsel to whom I shall say, lend down thy pitcher, I pray thee, that I may drink and she shall say drink and I will give thy camel's drink also. Let the same be she that is appointed for thy servant Isaac and thereby shall I know that thou hast showed kindness unto my master. So basically um, this servant, and we don't know this servant's name, but I kind of wish we did because he sounds very faithful and loyal and, and very um, respectful of the Lord as well. Um, but he basically pleads and asks the Lord to help him find this person. It is refreshing to see that this individual, um, as soon as he kind of finds a place to sit uh, at the place he's been asked to go, straight away he is in prayer, seeking the guidance of the, of the Spirit. Uh, and I think that that is uh, a great example um, that we can look at and follow as well. But then um, also that he is very respectful of his the fact that he is the servant of Abraham. And so he asked the Lord to not just show kindness to him, but also mainly to his, to Abraham. And of course, Abraham has shown so much obedience and faith that um, he knows that the Lord will, will hear this prayer. And in fact, he hears it so much uh, that in verse um, verse 15, and it came to pass before he had done speaking that behold, Rebekah came out, who was born to Bethuel, son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, with her pitcher upon her shoulder. 
So here we have a, a daughter uh, who is uh, able to marry Isaac, who is connected in some way to Isaac, though. Um, and so therefore, the covenant uh, which has been promised to Abraham may be um, possible for her as well. Uh, and this is just too perfect. <laughs> it is uh, an answer from the Lord, uh, even before this servant has, fin has finished speaking. Um, and so, you know, once again, we have this um, opportunity uh, to recognize the way that the Lord sometimes takes decades to answer our prayers and promises to us, like in the case of Abraham and Sarah. But in some cases where it is right, he will answer it in in that instant, um, which, you know, again, just shows us how when we don't receive an answer, we shouldn't give up hope. But also we should be hopeful that those promises can be fulfilled very soon as well. I think there is a good place to pause. And what we'll do tomorrow as we recommence our study is we'll look at Rebecca and we'll look at the faith and the uh, the character that she is and what we can learn from her. But I just I just loved the kind of the experience of the servant. And we're not finished with him yet because, of course, um, we're yet to see how he responds to this miraculous prayer answer that he receives to this prayer. Thank you so much for listening today. Hope you've enjoyed the study. Please continue to join with us uh, tomorrow uh, for our next uh, instalment of this week's Come Follow Me. Please join the discussion on the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me and leave a review on your podcasting platform as well. Thank you for your time and until we meet again. <laughs>